fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguadala. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Hurry, wait out to Kyrie drama for the floundering Knicks to add to the already disappearing bets. Warriors and Lakers join the sink as familiar teams are the ones who stink. As we travel further away on the Hashtag Balls NBA podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent, we are back with episode 9 of season 6. And if this is your first time, go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts at. We talk NBA every week and every day. So go ahead and follow us on all the social platforms as well. In the association this week, Kyrie Irving abandoned all sense and outed himself as a crazy person. Kawhi Leonard applied new rules to the load management techniques he's perfected. And Clay Thompson utilized every last inch of the superstar treatment meted out to the Warriors. Speaking of case, I've got with me, as always, someone from the beautiful banks of the Kaveri, someone who is always doing okay, and someone who, unlike a piece of callium, is very unreactive, my co-host, Vinny Devaya. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hey. What, 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 what is the Clay, what's the Clay Thompson thing? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, if you saw that Sacramento Kings game, like that last shot, they were, I think, down up to or something, and that last shot, Clay Thompson pushed hit the guy on the hand, did everything in front of the referees and the referees were like, no, this is a very clean basketball play. But they called it out, right? But did, no. did Sacramento win at the end? No, they didn't. no, 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 they didn't call it out. And when the last two-minute reports came, that showed that it was a very clear foul and the refs should have called it. And the that's, I mean, even sitting behind the NBA league pass, you could still see that he had his hand on his part. He was hitting his arm. while So, you know, one of those. Uh, like the war- NBA wanted Warriors to lose seven games in a row. They were like, six is fine. Not, he can't let you lose. And what is the one before that also didn't get it? Uh, the Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard again, out. ACL injury. Uh, rehab. Maybe some issues are there. So, he is again back to the uh, bench. Like, back to, not even the bench. Back to the drawing board. Nothing's working out for him. There's a, I, I wonder if there are other examples of, you know, like great players who have not been able to play for long because of injuries and then, or maybe it's just a modern day, modern day phenomenon. I have to do some research on that. Uh, I mean, I think not great, great, but I think like uh, this guy was perennially injured, right? Uh, it's a tall guy's name. Uh, Bill Walton. Hakeem. Hakeem. Ralph Samson. Ralph Samson. Al Samson was very nearly injured. And when he used to play, he was like, wow, like this guy is like Nakayama, you know. So it's like, yeah. Uh, and so I think he was somebody that a lot of, I've read a lot about that, like was really good. Yeah. Always could, like, could even shoot three pointers. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, just had too much injury. Grant Hill. Grant Hill got injured, but he still played. Like, he would play, but he would not play that well. Grant Hill is one of those what-ifs. Like Derek, but Grant Hill, I think, is more like Derek Rose, where he showed the absolute greatness and then could never really, you know, like, push through because of this injury. I think Ralph Samson is more of the Bill Walton type of things, where, uh, like, it never really took off. Eh? Like, Bill Walton, finals MVP, 77, but more time spent off the court than on the court. You, you don't have much respect for Bill Walton, I know. I mean, not as one of the greatest centers of all time, but there's a documentary of the 77, 76-77 Trailblazers and they went up against the 
hugely favored Philadelphia 76ers with Daryl Dawkins and you know Maurice Cheeks and Doctor uh, Doctor J. J. Yeah, right. Like, and and the first play of the finals itself is a pass to Doctor J who runs and dunks. Like that's the first play. So it was clearly like a the unstoppable force versus the immovable object sort of a game. And they won the first two games, but the whole series turned when. Uh, future Rockets coach Rudy Tomjanovic got punched in the face so hard that a part of his brain came out of his nose and uh, he was like this guy called Kermit I forgot his full name Washington Kermit I think Washington Kermit a brawl happened on the game I think either game one or game two a brawl happened Rudy Tomjanovic tried to come and you know like separate them and from behind this Kermit Washington comes and one whack to the back of uh, Tomjanovic he falls down and there's blood on the coat and they have to take him off. And then they took him to the hospital and they realized that head skull fracture is there. So that sort of united the Portland Trailblazers against the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. And they won four games continuously after that and won the series. And like nobody could believe that that happened because Daryl Dawkins... Like, no, a- this has always been my secret uh, thing about the Spurs. Is, uh, I always felt like the reason why the Spurs won a lot is because they didn't like fuck around with the other other team players. You know, they just kept them out shut. They didn't like no 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 trying to like poke the bear. You know, no no trying to get Shaq angry. You know, none of that stuff. Okay, just like just a little hip check of Steve Curry to the side courts. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but that my my point being that like it's not like you know we all talk about how like LeBron and D Wade like really hurt Dirk in the finals like. You know, by by doing the cough thing, like yeah, Michael yeah, Jordan yeah. takes everything as a slight, and like even like Kobe Bryant has talked about. It. And I think like the Spurs just don't do anything to like you know rire the best players. Like they just keep like you never hear. Like I think the biggest thing was when Tim Duncan said, "Yes, we will get this this time." Or some shit like that. He just said like one sentence was like, "Oh my God, Tim Duncan said we will get." That. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, was it the second year, the 2013-14 one? Second year. A year after that, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they made such a big deal about it. All he said was, yeah, we're going to uh, we're gonna wrap it up this time. Or something like that. Some, like something that, you know, norm, it's like a normal. Normal Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan saying it, which is really serious. Like, I just thought it was so funny. But anyways, yeah, these things happen, man. Like, these things, like, really get the opposition, like. United, like till then, I think yeah. nobody gave them a chance. It's, even, like that. It's, it's the same thing playing against you also. Like I have no interest in beating you till you start acting like a little bitch, and then I'm just like, okay. <laughs> we'll have to wait for you to return to India to take this smack talk onto the streets. So anyway, that that uh, Philadelphia story very true. So you guys, I, I don't know if that uh, documentary is still there, but like Rudy Tomjanovich almost died. And then he came back uh, as the Rockets coach and won two titles, 94-95. So, that's the NBA that we, like, that came from and today. NBA, yeah. 70s NBA, exactly. Like, moving on to the 80s NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Vineeth, we are here for part two of our three-parter. Uh, we are going to talk about two more divisions. I had a lot of fun last time. I, again, didn't realize that, you know, 30 teams means 30 times that you have to talk about teams and players and what hopes you have and all that but uh, I had a fun time at least and I think the, our fans also maybe may, a lot of them don't really talk about a lot of the teams that are there so which is why we started to do this thing uh, the two divisions that we're going to talk about is on the eastern conference is the southeast division 
Uh, and on the Western Conference, it's the Pacific Division. Pacific Division is the division which garners most interest because it has the Lakers and the Warriors. Both of them stink right now, but uh, have the biggest fan bases, uh, defensive fan bases anywhere. So we'll have fun talking about them. All right, Vinit, we'll start off as always with the Eastern Conference. In the Southeast Division, we've got the Atlanta Hawks, the Washington Wizards, the Miami Heat, the Orlando Magic, and the Charlotte Hornets. Okay, we will talk about the Charlotte Hornets. There's not much talk. We don't have any expectations of the Charlotte Hornets because Lamelo Ball is not playing, so it's not even interesting to watch. Miles Bridges is in jail. Not really in jail, but sort of definitely not on the NBA court. So his hits are not working out. This team, without those two, like there is no scoring, there is no excitement, there is no... Nobody is running around. Terry Rozier is their top scorer, 21.8 points per game. Gordon Hayward uh, doing his thing, 17. Kelly Oubre Jr. is there. It's, it's, this team is, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's not a lot of like things that we can talk about. But if LaMelo Ball comes back, do you think that there is going to be a little bit better play from their side? Because like, if you even if you look at their assist numbers... Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., a person who nobody thought that would be a point guard, is their leading, you know, like assist man. So, and God, Mason Plumlee is there. He was not even in the league. Yes, exactly. Bounce around the league from Mavericks to the Knicks to uh, here and there and now on the Hornets. But I just, you know, my, my whole thing is like, why this, why are, why are the Charlotte Hornets so bad all the time? Like, they were not that bad last time. I think they were there in the playing tournament. Yeah, but still, I mean, that's like the best that I've heard of them since for a long yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, like the owner is the goat. Uh, yeah. But somehow that winning thing has not like, you know, percolated into the ranks of these teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, also like, I have a vested interest in Charlotte Hunters being good because <laughs> Isabel lives very close to the Charlotte area. <laughs> Not Carolina. So, like, if, if, I, if, I, yeah, if I ever go to, like, Columbia, then the team that I can watch the most is the Charlotte Hornets. Or whoever is, is visiting the Charlotte Hornets that week. Yeah, but still, it's just like, I mean, if you have a good team, it's, like, fun, you know. Um, and Atlanta is also close. Like, the Atlanta is two and a half hours away, and, like, Charlotte is an hour and a half away. So, anyway. so Okay, we are going to move on then. We're going to move on to the next worst team in the NBA right now. <laughs> Not really that bad because we don't have any expectations. The Orlando Magic. No, Orlando Magic is a good team. I love You're Orlando talking Magic. What? What do you like about the Orlando Magic? Everything. Everything. They have amazing players. And the player that I wanted to talk about. I mean, obviously I want to talk about Banquero. Banquero. I love his name. Banquero. Ah. It sounds like an anime song. Song. <laughs> name. Banquero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think by Orlando is probably the like like second worst team in this division, according to me. Because I don't think the Washington Wizards are that bad, and it's just not. I think because I, of the records. I, no, I think I think, I think that I think that when all is said and done, Orlando Magic will have more wins than Washington Wizards. Oh, that is a bold prediction. But okay, yeah. fine. We'll talk about the Orlando Magic and then just assume that based on records, at least right now, I think Orlando Magic not the best team, at least. They're twenty-first in points per game. 28th in assists. There's really nothing. I mean, they're shooting bad. Their three-point shooting is bad. Rebounding is bad. Everything is bad. Turnovers are pretty high. I really don't know. I, I like Jalen Suggs. I like Paulo Banquero. Uh, but otherwise, the I, I think the, I saw the game against the Warriors, which they won. 
that that seemed more like a warrior sort of flop for me instead of a magic being great but um, what what do you think about their uh, team at least the team is amazing they have a very good team they have very good players and they have one of my favorite players of this year who i think has taken a huge step forward in mr okay. bowl bowl have you not seen bobo play nowadays man he's like shooting three pointers at like uh, at a 44% Three point percentage. I, that is not. His possible. field goal percentage is sixty eight percent. He's averaging twelve points a game. Ar Bolbol, Ar Bol, dude, Bolbol is doing step backs behind the back. You know, like, oh my god, you haven't been watching Bolbol? No, apparently not. Let me see the numbers on Bolbol. Bolbol, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of Paolo Banchero, but apart from that. There's uh, Franz Wagner, Wendell Carter Jr. was played good. So Poland yeah, so all well. these players, all these players are really good. All these players together form a good team, and I think they'll figure it out by the end of the season. So Jonathan Isaac is not playing, but good. No, no, very good player. Uh, Jalen is very Isaac. good. Paulo Bancaro is good. Bolbol is good. Mabamba is good. Uh, Gary Harris is good, but I think he's hurt. My favorite, my main man, Marcus Foots, is there. Uh, Franz Wagner is very good. Terence Ross very good, Cole Anthony very good, uh, not very good but good. So like if you look at their like top seven eight players, they're really good players. They're very young. That's the only problem. But like every player is good at their spot. I am very bullish on Orlando Magic. Oh, I feel I like, think, and I feel like Paulo Banchero is gonna is gonna like take his. I mean, he's already got like twenty four, twenty three and a half points per game. Along with like eight rebounds and uh, four assists. If he do- yeah, if he doesn't get injured, I think he'll be the player. Okay, let's move on to our next team. This is the Washington Wizards. Uh, currently, six wins and six losses, perfectly balanced. Twenty ninth in the league in terms of points per game, and uh, otherwise also just pretty bad. But they've got a lot of uh, players who at least I like. I am a huge fan of uh, like you know Kristaps Porzingis, Rui Hachimura. Uh, obviously, Bradley Beal and Will Barton is also there from the uh, Denver Nuggets last season. Kyle Kuzma. So they have got. I feel that they have got much more talent than like what their six six things shows. Like a team which has Kristaps okay. Porzingis, Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, Rui Hachimura, and Will Barton should not be like you know like at the fifty percent mark. They should be winning more games than they have lost. And it's not even like they've had a really tough schedule to be very. Okay, honest. okay, you're not uh, you're not wrong. Uh, but they had the same team last year also. No, uh, Porzingis didn't play last year much. See, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know, if you have a team which is Brad, it's not a bad team. Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, Chrisas Porzingis, Monte Morris, Will Barton, Roy Hachimura is not a bad seven, eight player right. list to have. Right. They don't right. have. They and don't, they're, and they're, they're all like, they're all de- good and decent. They're players. all very good players. Like Bradley Beal is a all star in the East. Like almost, you know, like all star in the East easily. Krisas Porzingis, for a long time, he was that unicorn who who now Wembenyama is like he was he could do all those things. He's not developed much of his post skills or anything to get him easy points, which has always been a criticism of his. Like he always goes to the po- like to the three point line when instead you could seven foot three guy in the post is a dangerous person to have. But he's not worked yes. on that part of the game. But okay, but like you know this team like Monte Morris, uh, he flourished with Jokic, Will Barton, all those players were. Like, you know, used to do that running and do this, this, this. But this team should not be six and six. That's my point that I'm trying to make. 
We've got the Miami Heat next and the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I think regular season wise, I think Atlanta Hawks is much more better than the Miami Heat. I think Miami Heat is better. Miami Heat right now currently five wins and seven losses, number twelve in the Eastern Conference. It, it, it's a team which has played a lot together. It's not like this is more 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 of most of the team yeah. is. Yeah, a lot of these teams that have played a lot, like they sort of know how to pace themselves. They know like. Mm. It's not the wins now, but like the, yeah. the wins that you get like in the last half of the season that will really push you up. Mm-hmm. So like they are not that far away from being a good team. You know they go they go to like a ten game winning streak or something, which is very possible with the Miami because they're a very good team. Yeah. Um, Atlanta Hawks, I feel like they're playing really well. And oh, no, let's talk about Miami. So you want to talk about Miami or Atlanta? Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Miami. Okay. So yeah, I mean, what is there to talk about Miami? They do what they. Is the dog mentality, the Miami culture, the heat culture, as one would say. You've used the right words. The right yes. hashtags have been used. My most exciting player on this roster is Nikola Jovic. Uh, have you seen that guy play? Have you seen his highlights? I've, I've, I've only seen highlights. I've seen his... Uh, Whoa. So good. So good. I mean, it's just like... like He's like Jokic, you know? Like, he's got that... Vizan. Vizan heaven there. Um, Tyler Hero is playing good. Duncan Robinson suddenly has come back and he's playing good. Duncan Robinson last yeah. year was an absolute flop from the regular season to the playoffs. But I think this year he's come off. He's uh, done some work. Duncan Robinson is 28? 28 years oh, old. What? Yeah. I thought oh, he was I much don't... younger. Yeah, I thought he was like 24 or something. Yeah, this is a good team, man. I think that I think they should be they will be better than the Hawks. Uh, but the Hawks got some some gloves yeah. in the form of uh, Dejounte Murray, the lockdown specialist. Oh, okay, okay. No, I'll stop with Trey Young. Trey Young has always been there. Yeah, but Trey Young is like awesome. Yeah. Then we'll talk about the best team in this division according to us, the Atlanta Hawks. According to you. According to you also. You also said, uh, oh, okay, you said Atlanta will also Miami. get 50, Miami will also get 50. Yeah, they both are too much. Yeah. Uh, they got stronger with the addition of Dejounte Murray. Great addition to that team. He is yet to stamp on anyone's foot, but he's doing his own thing as well. Uh, probably the mate that uh, Trey Young needed in like, you know, close games of the center so that some attention can be taken off of him. Trey Young still doing his thing, still shooting threes, still being the cornerstone of their offense. John Collins is now back from injury. Clint Capella is leading the uh, rebounding efforts. They've got like all those, everything almost the same as last year, apart from, you know, getting... Uh, Dejante Marain, they've been playing pretty well. 8-4 is their record as of now. Numbers-wise, they are sort of in the top quartile, like top 25% of the league in most statistics. But do you think that this team has gotten like better from a playoff perspective or even from a regular season perspective? Last year, they had close to 50 wins. Do you think they can break that barrier this year? Uh, I think they have the potential, I think. You know, one, of the, one of the problems with the Hawks is that they are their best player is Trey Young. I feel like Trey Young is a kind of streaky. Yeah. He's not like a consistently great player all the time. So when Trey Young goes goes in his like funk and uh, I feel like it will hurt the Atlanta Hawks. So we have to see how the rest of the team plays when Trey is not playing. Trey is playing phenomenal really well this time right now. Uh He's said like assist machine, scores at will. Yeah, it's, it's really good. 
numbers are crazy but i mean shooting three point shooting is like 30% which is like league below league average i think but uh, free throw wise yeah, that's, what, that's what i mean by streaky you know it's not like doncic it's not it's not consistent enough and then i think it has to do a lot with his size you know like i think it's easier to to guard it yeah correct they just bully him a little bit which is what the heat did last year like in that playoff series yeah. they just bullied yeah, the hell out so, of him Uh, that's why I, I even though they have potential for 50 even i feel like they'll still be like a 45 we have got five more teams to go which is the pacific division in the western conference the teams there are the favorites golden state warriors the los angeles lakers the clippers the kings and the phoenix suns i think phoenix suns easily the best team in this thing the worst team without any doubt i think it's the los angeles lakers because at least with the sacramento kings i have some hope that they could win by doing something but with the lakers i have absolutely no hope I don't know how they will win any game. Like every time I watch them play, it's more and more disastrous. It's a waste of my morning, and yet I wake up every day just to watch them play. I I think I should stop watching them play. Maybe they might end up winning. But uh, we'll start off with the worst team, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers. Vinit, what has been the most disappointing I, I, thing for you in this? I'm not going to brand the Lakers as the worst team of this. I think okay, okay. I still think I still think the Kings are the worst team. at this point mm-hmm. uh, so you want to talk about the kings first we can talk about the kings first we can talk about the kings first i feel like i don't know i just feel uh, unless lebron is out by injury i i know I, i don't see i don't see lebron not make taking this team to the playoffs you think this team is going to go to the playoffs i mean the play in and then the playoffs yeah are you oh my god is this a joke hasn't lebron done enough for you to like not question how good it is you, you know last year they did not make the thing right he was injured he was injured after i think realizing that they were not going to make it no he got injured like half way through he wasn't injured that no that's not true he was there he was trying to do everything and then he realized he could not do anything the lakers were not going to make it the lakers are really bad it's not about lebron at all like see lebron deserves that respect that we should be like we should turn a blind eye to whatever is happening in in Los Angeles right now but he has not played great he can't play great right now i understand that it's fine but if he is a player on the roster and he is supposed to be that great player he has given up on a lot of the plays by that post he is not getting those calls anymore he is not able to exert his dominance he was great and all that is fine but this season he has not done anything which can give me any confidence that he's going to take this team to the playoffs it it is impossible like the only reason i can think that you are having this feeling is because you love lebron that's it i don't see any other reason why anybody would be even little bit higher on the lakers but you think that he's still going to take them to the playoffs yes okay so why why do you think so i don't just say lebron like give me something give you something other than lebron yes probably answer lebron james what else do you want that is what last two years just the word lebron james has not helped them get to the playoffs no he went to the playoffs in 21 yeah i mean he went there he got the whooped and kicked out of there yeah but the, that team was like you no know, ad nothing ad got injured right before the playoffs like they, they went against the phoenix suns yeah but they were correct 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 but what from last year last year he was not injured for that long and you check the i'm pretty sure the stats he was not injured no, he, like he injured. played a lot of the game. but he, he got injured as they were ending the 
yeah, but they were not, even if he had played 100 games, they would not have been closer to getting to the playoffs. It's okay. So your only, your only, your only response is LeBron James. That's it. Why will the Lakers win the playoffs? LeBron James. That's it. If, if LeBron plays anywhere above 60 games, they're going to the playoffs. Oh, right. I'm clipping this one. I'm putting it out on the ground. This is like, I don't think the diehard fans of Lakers also. I, I think you just haven't watched any Lakers game. That's why you have this sort of I have watched, line I have watched two of the games. I have watched two of the games. And I agree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you that they're playing that. But I just have too much confidence on LeBron. And I feel like he deserves that respect over the Sacramento Kings. Please. Oh, not hell to them. Oh, I don't think so, man. I really don't think the Sacramento Kings are as bad as the Lakers. That's my honest feeling. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they don't have LeBron. They don't have LeBron, uh, but they also have a lot of young players who can who know how to play with each other. Hey, stop it! What young players? They have two good players: De'Aaron Fox and uh, what's the other guy's name? Demontas Sabonis. That's it. Oh, they have a lot of young players. Yeah, that is where uh, that is one more than what the Lakers have. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! And AD is not that bad. Like AD will fi- figure this thing out. Russell Westbrook is not that bad. They'll figure this shit out. They are. Are you? What okay? What do you mean by figuring it out? What do you mean by figuring it out? What do you mean by figuring it out? I believe that if they all play, if all the three players play sixty games out of eighty-two games, they will. They are intelligent enough and have enough game experience that they will come together and win thirty-five to forty games. Thirty-five to forty games is not gonna get you into the playoffs. Play in, fuck, I told you. Play in and not. I told you this. I told you this. Play in. Okay, sure. That's that's what I say. You are just having the hope that LeBron will figure it all out and the AD will figure it all out and Russ will figure it all out and they'll all together figure it all out. And if they all play 60 plus games, they are going to the play in and then to the playoffs. And after that, it doesn't matter. It's okay. Doesn't matter. Then it's a shitty team anyway. No, it's not okay. Hmm. okay, then I, I'm done. I don't even see them winning twenty games, to be honest. Okay, let's let's assume that. Okay, let's talk about the team itself and why okay. the team is bad. Okay, right. So the team is bad because LeBron and AD haven't haven't played enough minutes on the team together. They haven't like dominated the way they dominate, and they don't do defense because they're old and yes. slow. They're so old and slow. Correct. Exactly. So the defense sucks. Yes. The young the younger core is all new. Like there are yes. no like players from the world. So they are gonna take they just don't know where they stand. They're in off LeBron and AD and Westbrook. They're like, oh shit, who are all these fuckers? Like they're so awesome. So there are is a new coach. Mm. Okay. It's not even a defensive coach. Some random dude. I don't know how they got yeah. this guy. From there they got this guy. You know, like okay. he he I, I don't know, I mean he's yeah, he's played. I think he was with Cleveland for some time or something like that. That's how he, he was with the Detroit Pistons also during the championship year. Yeah, who gives a shit? Like, I mean, saying. he was there. I'm just saying. He's he not, not been a, yeah, I'm just saying he's not been a head coach and so like he's mm-hmm. new in that sense. So, uh, my point is like he, all of this is new. You have to give like 25, 30 games for all of this thing to eliminate and then you have 50 games more after that. After 32 games, you have 50 games more. 
Yes. And even in that 50 games, even in that 50 games, if you split, go 500, you're still going to make like 30 games. 25 20 games. Yeah, 25 total, plus 5. Total, yeah, total. So, my point is that it, this is the stuff like people who have played in the league many times know that it's not like it's the first 20, 25 games you're trying to figure out and trying to get your you know pieces together in a, in a way where it makes sense to go on runs in the next 50 games. So, like till we don't see anything for the first like I would say like 30 games very difficult. This is why I'm also like, I just feel like I'm going to get out all my warrior jokes as for the 30 games because I know that after 30 games, they're going to start winning. Let's talk about Sacramento Kings. Okay. Sacramento with their all these amazing new players, young players according to <laughs> There's no young players. We look at the freaking roster. There's nobody. Tell me which yeah, is this yeah. young player that you like? All the players. I love the players. Okay. <laughs> Harrison Barnes, De'Aaron Fox, Keegan Murray, Devanta <laughs> Sabonis, Kevin Hotter, Malik Monk. That is the best six, seven players that they yes. have. Yeah, of which like Malik, Malik Monk was in the Lakers last year. Yeah, but he was the only one who was scoring last year. They threw him out also and now he's on the uh, Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I mean, my, my, yeah, I mean my, my point is that they are not as bad as the Lakers. That's my main point. My main, only point. I don't want. I don't want to say this that the, uh, uh, if you combine the all stars that the Lakers have versus all stars that the Kings have, definitely Lakers. But team wise, I've I've seen. I think one. I think one or two games only of the Kings, but it it was really bad. But uh, my point is that it's not as bad as the Lakers. Like the Lakers are much worse. That's all I have to say. I'm not even going to defend by saying that they have youth or this or that. It's just that the Lakers, every time they play, they just give the feeling that they're going to lose. That's all. Okay, no, I I, I don't disagree with that. But uh, the Kings also, I I think maybe like a 25-30 games uh, season for them. They are not that much better unless Malik Mon goes off on a rant and Harrison Barnes, I mean, Point-wise, though, nothing is the DRM, whatever DRM Fox and Demonta Sabonis does, that's the only listen to what you, Listen are. to what you're saying. What you're saying is, they're going to play, unless Malik Monk goes on a run, it's like Malik Monk. If your savior of your season is Malik Monk has to go on a run. The only <laughs> reason the Lakers a... won 35 games last year is because Malik Monk suddenly used to go on these runs. Like I said, I don't want to say too much. Malik Monk, greater than the Lakers. Lakers stink. And the Sacramento Kings stick just a little less. Less. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so then, then who do you take? I think the Clippers are the next. I, with Kawhi out and Kawhi being like a total jerk. I don't know why. He, he, has, he has the opportunity to be like a top 20 player of all time. Exactly, exactly. And like, why is he robbing us from watching him play? God, I don't get it. We love watching people who are, you know, slow but quick. It's a great feeling to watch people who play defense on both, like defense on the side. Like, he just, you can't stop him. It's just like, it would do. he's just going to go where he wants to go. It's like, it's kind of like Michael Jordan. Like, Jordan mm. goes where he wants to go and takes yeah. the shot he wants to take. Yeah. You just hope he misses. Mm. Exactly. Absolutely. Like, the, the mid-range game is also sort of similar. Their mentality is sort of similar. Their intensity of defense on the other end is... Uh, Magellan used to probably speak a lot more, uh, like a while and it doesn't speak as much. But like what, what is was, more intimidating? But like, what is more intimidating? Uh, a quiet, assassin-like 
like uh, like Kawhi or like a like a joint guy like no joint guy joint guy joint guy is really uh, piss me off like piss me off because he's he's not just saying he's doing it also like Larry Bird Larry Bird like the I, I told you last time there was Larry Bird Larry Bird's like trash talk stories are legendary yeah? correct 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 better than Jordan's I would say yeah Jordan's uh, had a lot of like anger in it Larry Bird's is like hilarious you know that like roast sort of uh, Thing. I'm gonna yeah. go here. I'll do this ah, and then shoot. Ah, like, and is this like who you got times to? for the same? Uh, I have a feeling that uh, Jordan might have stolen some of the trash talking from Larry Bird. Like Jordan in college and all did not used to, like you know, do he, this. He wasn't that good also. Right? I mean, he was pretty good. I, I guess he's not very good, and I guess in that uh, Dean Smith thing, maybe he would not appreciate trash talking. But uh, I have a feeling that. Like, you know, he might have picked up some things from Larry Bird because Larry Bird would have definitely uh, given some of it to Jordan. Like, you are too young, rookie. Get the hell out of here. My only point with the Clippers is I, I think they'll play very well. They'll win easily 40-45 games. Very good team. Very good team. Excellent very good team. team. Very well. But, uh, very well uh, the, I mean, absence of Kawhi Leonard is a tragic loss for the NBA viewers like us. Like, some, like yes. even if we are not like diehard supporters of the Clippers, we love watching Kawhi Leonard. But I think, like I said also in our Instagram thing last time, that Watching John Wall play has been a breath of fresh air. Like a sort of older player coming and like doing his thing. It's great for me to watch. I'm a, I am didn't used to like the Clippers at all because Reggie Jackson is there and I hate Reggie Jackson. But Reggie Jackson has been playing as amazing as ever. Why do you Paul hate Reggie Jackson? Because I hate Russell Westbrook. No, not really. Because he, he thought at a point of time that he was better than Westbrook, which is not true at all. Like he's a little bitch. He left uh, OKC thinking that he should be number one point guard. Anyway, beyond that, uh, but, uh, but I think John Wall. But 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 hear me out. No no. Uh, before you go, before you go. But I hundred percent believe uh, that he and Kevin Durant would have made a better better combination than Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. I don't think so. I remember I I wrote a poetry about uh, Reggie Jackson when he won the game five against Grizzlies. Back in my poetry writing days in, on Facebook. Because there was no... Yeah, we got to bring it out. Bring it out. We got to see. We got to see it. I'll, I'll put it. If I can find it, I'll put it up here somewhere. Like, but we're not talking about the OKC right now. We will not go into that direction because that's a very deep direction. We're talking about the Clippers with Reggie Jackson, with Paul George, Zubach, Terrence Mann, John Wall, Canard, Mo- Mar- Canard. Marcus Morris, Luke Canard. Correct. Like all those Nor- are really, Robert really... Covington, Norman Paul... Normal Paul, normal Paul also. Correct, normal Paul. Like this, they've got so Clippers many. This team is very good. Very stacked. I think it's almost stacked. Like if Leonard was there, it would be like too good. It's a great team to have. But they've not been playing to their potential. I, I, I really hate that like Leonard is not there. But in my opinion, I think they will do that thing. It's a really good team. But personally, watching John Wall play has been the best thing about watching the Clippers. Just because John Wall viewed your story, my no, God. Shout out, but shout out to John Wall for viewing our story. Thank you, John Wall, for viewing our story. But, that see, it did not come from a place of like, oh, I, John Wall will watch my story. But because the only thing, good thing about watching that thing is the is the John Wall story. Because Marcus Morris has been doing the same thing as always. Speaking so why don't team. you feel the same about Russell Westbrook? Because, why have you never felt that Russell Westbrook should play in his own, like... You know, and it's like because he can't play that. Like he, see, there are John Wall is not a MVP. John Wall is not like all NBA multiple times and all those accolades he doesn't have. 
triple double machine like john wall at his peak played in washington not really a great place to be at but he 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 landed marcin gotata 80 million dollar contract like he has never had this universal acclaim so in his head he, i don't think he feels that i don't think in his head he feels that he's the be all end all like he can do whatever he wants no, but i'm he's talking, I'm talking about westbrook finals. i'm talking about westbrook before he was a triple double machine before he was mvp when he was playing with durant no i mean see westbrook is very error prone he's too much the, like the brain part of it is a little bit slow like he does stupid things fast so all, all of that is yeah absolutely because he plays with a very one track mind like i have to do this thing i have to uh, make sure that this happens i mean that's my point of view the clippers like i said very good team they play very well within themselves probably should have been winning a little bit more but i think by the end of the season they'll be in that uh, you know like 5 6 a sort of position in the west uh, getting into the playoffs okay moving on to the second best team in the pacific the records will not suggested but we have hope in the warriors and uh, we really don't want to get cancelled by the warriors fans golden state warriors horrendous start to the season but no good start to the season good start this huh? like follow up of them good start <laughs> the the moment they went on the road trip i think it was a 06 uh, road trip they lost like six continuous consecutive games on the road right now they are Four, seven, or something like that. Uh, not, not ob- obviously not a great place to be at. But Steph has been doing everything. He's been playing like a man possessed. Second uh, in points per game, crazy shooting, all of that. But defensively, they have been terrible. Uh, like their second squad has not at all come up to that point. Jordan Poole has been regressing. Uh, Wiseman has not. played he's been sent back to the g league your come bucket mr kaminga has not been able to do anything uh, so basically the next generation of the warriors have not been able to live up to the hype that like you know i mean they themselves have that the warriors we are generator uh, we need we have full faith that they will bounce back this will not be like a, yes. the lakers sort of team because yes. with this team it's just like a couple of buckets and the game completely changes so what do you think is going to be their main focus to try to you know get back to this winning base i think they should trade draymond green <laughs> the detroit pistons i think if he goes in the pistons that we are never going to talk about him no or or he or he can prove me wrong i'm happy to be proven wrong and i think that would be awesome i think there's there were maybe like a serious chemistry issue somewhere i think that see guys like clay jordan pool all of the other guys rely on Draymond Green to get them the ball at this point yeah. because my take is Draymond is a little his mind is a little not in the game at this point because of whatever has happened Clay's also had a really rough start to the season like everybody except Steph has been sort of like uh, you know we will take our time sort of figure it out and we'll get it because you can see that like if a team like the Warriors the defending champion loses to the Orlando Magic that means that they're not taking the magic very seriously they're like oh, okay you know they'll come we'll do this it uh, doesn't matter it doesn't really matter their defensive possessions are completely out of sync draymond is not able to get those like he's a little bit slower uh, so i i think that's why we have the belief is that because they're running the plays correctly but just there's a little bit of uh, like one second too late to pass the ball or one second late in uh, rotating to your right man which is what i that's the only thing that i've seen among yeah. the warriors like yeah. apart from same, that they are sort sort of playing the same way that they play all the time so yeah let's move on to the final team for today 
this is the best team in the Western Conference. No, not the best team. I mean, uh, the Utah Jazz are the best team, but we will talk about and the Trailblazers and the Trailblazers. Phoenix Suns, uh, same team as last time. Uh, Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Cam Johnson, Campaign, Damian Lee is new. Uh, Tory Craig, Landry Shamet. Otherwise, it's sort of the same team. They are number one in opponent. Like they've held their opponents to the lowest uh, score per game, uh, points wise. But otherwise, it's sort of you know like uh, like that. Usually, there's nothing much different about that. They are going to win a lot of games in the best against the regular season. Devin Booker has taken up more of the charge of scoring, even more now. Twenty-eight points per game, shooting at around fifty percent from three point. Is shooting forty percent. Uh, assist that five and a half per game. He's taken a, lit, a little bit more load. I think last year, SmackDown by uh, Dallas probably and Luca probably gave him a little bit of like, you know, we need to do these things. They When they played again Luca this season, they whooped Luca. Three quarters of Luca playing well, then the Suns sort of won it in the fourth quarter. I mean, they they played pretty much the same way itself. Like they pushed the ball a lot, but the possessions wise, they're leading their league. Everything is sort of similar as last time. It's just a matter of they need like, you know, some things to go their way, which is probably like not facing Dallas in the playoffs. But in the regular season, I think they are as good a team as any. I, I think they will win. Uh, they are probably like closer to the, uh, like, you know, 45 to 50s easily. I think they will be yeah. right there. No, I feel they're playing really well. I mean, everything was rock solid. And their team is also, I mean, but I, I, the only thing maybe I have an issue with them is their team is they're only like six players deep. Nigel Shamet is also not playing that much. Uh, I thought Damien Lee would be that person who just shoots. No, I thought I thought Darius Saric needs some more playing time, but they're not playing him as much as I thought. They yeah. Like, I really like yeah. Darius Saric. He does a lot of things and he's very... He's good on defense. He's tall also. You know, yeah. yeah, he does. He does his thing on offense. Like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like Josh Okuki is also good. Mm. So they have good players, but they're not playing them as well. So if you look at their, I'm looking at their like minutes distribution. They have like six players that are playing like 25 minutes and above, and everybody else is like 15, 10. So I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean you're right. They're they're not very deep, and uh, that is what caused a lot of troubles against the Dallas thing because they could not the, the second unit which came in which could not sustain any anything at all. Okay. Take care. All right. And uh, we will catch you again. Uh, That is it for this episode. We've talked about the Southeast Division in the Eastern Conference and the Pacific Division in the Western Conference. Uh, Let us know what you feel, who your dark horses are, who your dark uh, player horses are. Uh, Let us know in the comments what you feel. And, you know, till then, like, share, subscribe, do all the jazz. And uh, we'll catch us again for the next episode. Till then, Vinny, say bye-bye. Bye-bye.